Hello and welcome to another episode of You and Me Connect, where Europe and Middle East connect and you and me connect. Very simple, because connection is everything. But when we talk about connection, we also have to talk about the energy behind it and also have to talk about this world that is being powered by various sources that makes us move and be able to connect. Today I have with me a very dear friend of mine. She's, uh, in my opinion, one of the best experts in the world when it comes to energy. And since energy is a boy's game, she's a girl that made it her game. So I'm going to introduce to you today my friend Corina Popescu, board member of the Romanian Business Council and former president of Electrica SA, the biggest energy company in Romania. Welcome, Corina. How are you? Oh, uh, I'm okay. <laughs> Thank you very much for this kind introduction. <laughs> oh, Olga, it's just the reality. I'm just yeah. stating the obvious because everyone knows that you're the power woman behind the power. <laughs> yeah, to be very honest, it's quite hard to be a woman which tries to do things in the world of the men. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, before we start, I always ask all my guests one thing. Who is Corina Popescu? Corina Popescu is a woman. It's a wife. It's a mother of two daughters. You're very rich. Yes, it's true. Uh, my family is um, the things that give me the power to do things. And actually, uh, um, I can say that my power comes from my family. Um, I'm an engineer. I finished my study after the revolution. Uh, we uh, was the first generation without having uh, uh, a job uh, or a repetition in the fixed job. So actually I start uh, uh, my trip in this uh, energy world uh, very uh, strange. <laughs> so uh, after uh, all our professor uh, give us the small uh, piece of paper which actually mentioned that uh, starting with today you are an engineer you finished the study in the um, uh, Romanian University in Polytechnica and uh, they uh, told us put <laughs> that's a nice way of doing things <laughs> yeah so um, was strange because Actually, I finished uh, in the, um, I was the third in my year. Wow. And um, everybody um, asked me, okay, please go to the design company that are at that point in time very strong in Romania. Um, and I say no. Okay. Uh, I won. Um, to learn from the scratch, I, I I like to learn and to 
actually had the backup of my university study, the real life. And I start my activity in uh, the Bucharest subsidiary of uh, Forman Electrica at that point in time. I work with the people which didn't have, uh, uh, and with the simple people which weren't there. And I think uh, this was my chance to succeed uh, in this uh, world. Very well. Because uh, learning everything, nobody can turn me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true, because that's the way, and uh, I'm, I'm telling this a lot, um, to a lot of entrepreneurs I'm speaking with and say, listen, guys, if you build your own company, learn every single step, every single job, because that's the only way you can manage your company properly. So you've done that. You've done that. And uh, that's nice. So mother, engineer, manager, expert, know-how, you managed all of this. Congratulations. <laughs> well done. Well done. Thank you. And... Uh, since you're clearly uh, an expert in, in the field of energy, what's going on in the world? I, we see a battle for energy. We see a, a mixture. People, some people are saying solar is the place to go. Some are saying wind. Some are saying we don't have the infrastructure. So just give us an overview of what is going on in the world today with energy. Because we see the, uh, the United Arab Emirates is building a nuclear program for energy. We see Romania. We just heard the president of Romania talking about uh, in the three Cs summit about uh, new scale and about the reactor three and four in Chernobyl, uh, the programs in uh, uh, the, uh, making uh, Iron Gates three operational and some other. So we see that there is a race actually for for energy. What what's going on? Um. If you ask me to give an order for uh, for energy, I can say bye. Because uh, all the time in the energy field, everything needs to be balanced. And I think the more safe country or uh, from the energy perspective is the country which has a balance mix. So, uh, if somebody are looking only for solar without uh, pay attention to another kind of sources like wind or nuclear or hydro, uh, they are doing that mistake. Because solar you have only four hours in the day and uh, electricity you need to have 24 hours from seven days. Yeah, from from here, correct. So, uh, and uh, the reason that Romania succeed to ensure the, um, I can say, necessary energy, the necessary, not only the necessary energy, I think it's a supplier of the, um, uh, um, of the resilience of the energy. Uh, feel in this region. Wow. Uh, only because we have a balanced mix. We have nuclear, and it's good that we continue to speak about nuclear. We have coal, we have gas, we have solar, we have, uh, hydro. 
what's happened now? We are in the middle of transition with the uh, energy sector, and we try to replace coal and gas with solar, wind, and with another kind of possibility to offer flexibility to the network or to give the possibility to balance the network with uh, battery, with, uh, with, with storage. Okay. Yeah? Uh, so the future could look very different. Coal will be replaced for sure with uh, wind and solar. Gas maybe with hydrogen because you need gas actually uh, for the transition for the actual situation to the net zero in 2050. And uh, well, I heard uh, to the summit that uh, just was closed and the, the speech uh, delivered by John Kerry. Mm-hmm. By John Kerry was amazing. And it, uh, uh, yes, we need to pay attention because for sure everybody wants to have um, nice and uh, clean uh, environment because everybody are looking uh, how we can uh, pay attention to the environment that our kids can have a better life also after 2050. This come my my mother. That's that's very good. So so there's basically we're in the middle of a shift, right? Yes, we are in the middle of the transition, and I can say that everything that I learned in the university now I have changed, oh. and uh, I think I succeeded in this sector because I continued to to learn to learn and to learn, but not only. I think. Uh, also to deliver to the young generation what is new and what they are doing, because uh, I'm also a professor in, in ASE. It is a master uh, uh, defined uh, only for energy, and I am from the beginning of this master. Wow. There. And, uh, you have a lot to share. Yeah, and um, actually I take part of my energy also by uh, having this class. Nice. Oh, that's very good. Yeah, because you see you see the young people are the ones that we are preparing this world. So I think it's you're right. It's our obligation to leave this world better than the way we found it. Uh, you were you were talking about energy and about balancing sources and um, I see that happening in the Middle East as well. They're they're now implementing the nuclear program. They have a very powerful very powerful solar program. Uh, they want. They also. They were producing a lot of their of uh, their energy based on uh, on gas. So, my question uh, to you is: uh, We had a very. Let's just make a quick frame. We had a very hard winter, the last winter, where energy prices went up, gas prices went up. Uh, is this something? that in your, in your opinion is going to keep on happening or is it going to be balanced out? Because it's a transition, so I understand yeah. transition well, brings this, right? Yes, it is a transition and uh, I think um, uh, this 
higher price that uh, we are looking into in the winter because to be very honest from my perspective we don't have a hard, uh, hard winter uh, hard winter is once i think uh, five years in the past when outside was minus uh, 10 minus 20 degree correct last winter was not like this so was a cumul of the facts first fact was an uh, academy of the way and uh, which has happened actually to every 10 years. And uh, for Germany, which has a lot from their production covered by the wind production, which are in the north part of Germany, um, gave an, uh, a signal for increasing the price. Um, in Europe, all the market are coupled. So if something is happening uh, and everybody needs to understood that, if something is happening in Germany and uh, they have a deficit in wind production, somebody needs to cover with other kind of production. So all the other countries contributed to that? Yes, and all other countries contribute to balance uh, the production and the consumption for Germany. And this is a signal for increasing the price. And uh, another uh, fact, which also influenced, and uh, there are not so many people which know that, was uh, the program um, which started in 2018 for Ukraine and the Republic of Moldova, which uh, um, uh, would like to join the European market, so they want to be... Disconnected from Russia. Exactly, disconnected from Russia and coupled with the European market. And uh, uh, actually, uh, in the day when they decided to be the coupled, because uh, were necessary to have some tests uh, during one year to show to the European market that they uh, can uh, deliver the technical performance to have that things done, um, in the same day starts the war. Oh my God. So it was a bad moment. was a bad moment that maybe this was uh, one of the reasons that um, uh, the Russian believed that can win this war in the very short term because uh, you see uh, they... uh, go directly to their uh, sensitive points in their energy field. Uh, the problem is that from this perspective, Europe was wrong than, uh, was uh, powerful than, uh, than Russia. Was was more powerful, okay. Yes, in only three weeks, all the Europe together with Ukraine and the Republic of Moldova deliver what they need to deliver in one year. Wow. And in only three weeks, they're uh, connected with Europe. So actually, from energy perspective, we have... They were saved. They were saved, exactly. Wow. And uh, give them the, uh, the power to do what they are doing until now. So energy is very important. You know, there's a bigger game. Uh, uh, thank you for all this. I, I didn't know any of this. So this is valuable information. Yeah. Thank you. So, yes. Uh, the energy uh, give you the power and also the natural resources also give you the power to be uh, more powerful. 
Yeah, because when we talk about energy, well, for our listeners, we have to say that energy is not just electricity. Energy is also gas. Energy is also uh, uh, coal. Uh, everything which and uh, water, because you speak about which is necessary in the system if you want to build Chernobyl Unit Three and Four for balance the production of this unit. So yeah. Everything are connected. Everything is because interconnected, yeah. You mentioned in the beginning, the connection give you the power. Correct, correct, correct. Uh, I want to ask you also uh, something else. When it comes to um, Middle East and Romania, are there things that are going to happen between these two countries, in your opinion, on energy level? Because there's a lot of discussions. I understood there's uh, a lot of, uh, of interest from both countries to collaborate more. I know for a fact that we have a lot of engineers that were from Chernobyl that are currently working on a nuclear program of, of, uh, of the Middle East. So there's clearly a, a collaboration between our countries. I think on the energy field, this collaboration is not only from now. Also in the past, I think more of the network was built with the Romanian engineer because we have a very good school in, in Romania, I think, and we deliver to them a lot of knowledge. Um, yeah, I can see a strong collaboration on different segments because you can collaborate in in uh, innovation, and I think now the Middle East is very well uh, advanced. advanced in this, and um, c could be a lot of segment that uh, can uh, bring the uh, uh, add value for both the region. I say. Yeah, because uh, I know that in, in Romania we have Transelectrica, which is the one that's transporting all the high volume, and we have Taka in, uh, in, uh, yeah. in, uh, in the Middle East. And I understood that they're trying to collaborate and do things together, which is, for me, in my opinion, it's a great thing, because exchanging information and working together and being connected, as we're saying, mm -hmm. is what makes you evolve, right? Actually, the connection can, can be done not only through a physical connection, because I don't believe that Transelectrica network will be connected <laughs> to Saka network. Of course. But connection, it's also exchange uh, the idea, exchange the, some technology that can be used, um, exchange and collaboration to the level of the human resources, because I think the most important uh, power of the company, it's... Uh, it's uh, employees. Uh-huh. The human resources. That's true. And uh, for sure, in innovation could be different kind of segment that can be uh, developed together and then used by both TSO in the network. Yeah, I mean, uh, for me, it's, it's very important because when we talk about energy, uh, oil is also energy, right? So crude oil is energy yeah. in liquid form. And, uh, you know, Middle East has a lot of that. Yeah. Okay. So um, in my opinion, all of this mixture they're doing, building a nuclear program, building solar, work, all of these things are really going to help us in Europe 
in order to, as you said, exchange information, exchange know-how. We have very good engineers. I, I, I've, I've, whenever I'm flying to UAE, I'm always half of the flight is full of engineers from, from, uh, from, Romania. yeah, from Romania. So that's that's a wow factor. And uh, besides this, I wanted to ask you because we talked about what is today. What's next? What is the future of energy? What do you think that the next, let's not say 30, 20, let's say the next five years is going to be in energy? Uh, the next five years, um, I think the uh, next five years means uh, to close this decade, which is for sure the renewables. And uh, it is for building uh, wind and solar and to to start another two kind of segment which will help to balance uh, this production that means storage with battery and hydrogen. Uh, that's what i want to say so Actually, we're going to see more batteries and more hydrogen right exactly exactly but uh, building and having a strong uh, portion from the total production produced by wind and solar Changing the the strategy, how you need to balance the sector and the production and innovation in these two segments in order uh, to bring these two technology, new technology from the um, uh, very high and expensive technology to a cheapest one and to implement and prepare uh, the sector for the next decade. Exactly like it happened in solar panels. Ten years ago, you could not even think of a solar panel, and today it's cheaper to buy a solar panel than going and connecting to the grid. Exactly. And what I think it's important also, because uh, you can have the production, but on the other hand, you need also to have the grid develop in such a way that can transport the electricity very easily. And uh, what I think is the most important things for the grid to digitalize the, the grid and to prepare uh, the grid for such mix. Is there a Romanian grid ready for that? So we need to upgrade that. It's not only upgrading. It's also upgrading when we speak about trans-electric network, but uh, um, it is another philosophy to build and to reinforce the network. Completely different compared to the one that uh, I learned in the university. So things are changing and evolving. And the nice thing is that you're teaching children. So whether you like it or not, you have to be up to speed to the newest technologies. Exactly. When we built this uh, this MBA in in Aser, was a discussion between the university professor and the business from energy field, and uh, uh, the business mentioned that uh, the kids are very smart, but after they finish their study, they are not prepared to work, and actually you need to invest more uh, time and time cost money in preparing these kids for what means the real life. And uh, we decided to have this uh, 
uh, this MBA in order to, and it is an MBA uh, with a professor from uh, from Marseille and with a professor associate like me from the business. Nice. And uh, together to start to prepare the young generation for the real life. Nice. Oh, that's a very good angle because without professionals that really know what they're talking about, we cannot cope with this very fast moving world. I have one more question for you. Do you think there's a currently a worldwide race between electric cars and hydrogen cars? Mm -hmm. Who would you bet on and why? If you were to bet on, let's say, an electrical car company or a hydrogen car company? Both. Really? Hydrogen cars I see more for trucks and for the smaller cars that you can use especially in the city, I still believe that electric cars are the future. So we should pay attention to both of them. Exactly. Well, Corina, uh, I want to thank you very much for, for joining us today. We're close to the end of our show. Uh, all the guests come to my show, I always ask them to just send a message, any message they want, to our listeners. So what's your message for our listeners? Um, we need to pay attention to the environment and we need to take care uh, in order to be sure that um, our future could be light. So take care of the environment so we can have a world to live in. Yeah. Thank you for the beautiful message, Corina. Thank you very much for being here with us. And what can I say? As always, a power girl behind the power. Thank you very much. Thank you for the invitation. You're welcome.